my god, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? I mean, her butt. It's just so big. I can't believe it's just so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. Look. She's just so black. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. And when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. I wanna do it on my zoom, 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 and a McAllister. You know, from the first moment you walk into a room, people are making judgments about you. They're making snap judgments on superficial shit that shouldn't count. But they're counting it against you anyway. I'm guilty, I'm guilty, I've done it. But they're the only ones who are wrong for being guilty of it. Right? Don't you hate those people that are just so damn charming? They walk in a room, and they walk back out again with five new friends and lunch dates, and all go off, fuck it! Yeah. You walk in a room, you're lucky if you can get anybody to even smile at you, let alone say hi. Do I remind you of the bitch that killed your dad? Stop looking at me like that, you piece of shit. What does the charmer have? that I don't have. No matter what they do, if they fart in the fan and the fan blows it all over the room, everybody laughs and loves them for it. You do it. They almost call hazmat after they clear the room. And some people even recommend you leave. Get out my pub. You know, I didn't cook those brats. And that's all there was to eat. So back off, asshole. What? Damn right, it's all right. Anyway, I'm going to help you today. We're going to make your lack of charm a thing of the past today. Because old Agnes here, I've got great tips. Tips for making you effortlessly charming. That way, when you walk in a room, regardless of how you look, you're going to slam because you are awesome. And Agnes is going to make you even awesomer. Put on a genuine happy face when you walk in a room. You walk in with a scowl. Everybody's going to throw it right back at you. Good energy is met with good energy, a negative social misfit. No tit ball or ass scratching in the room, especially if you have center stage and you're telling a story. Yeah, nothing more surprising than to watch you adjust your bra or scratch your balls. What are you doing? That's like the worst body language. You should have taken care of that in the pickup before you came in here. Hey, could you try channeling your charm and taking your hand off your balls right here in front of all of us? Do you even realize you're doing it? 
loofah those fuckers in the shower so they won't itch so much. I don't even remember the story anymore. No, I don't want you to shank my hand. A true key. A true key to likability is to mirror the body language of the other person. If you strike up a conversation with someone and they're breakdancing, I highly recommend you breakdance. Never hurts to learn how to spin on your head in a business skirt. And the reason why you do that is because when you match the body language of the person you're talking to, it's a signal of good rapport. You make them feel good about themselves and they'll like you. Through the body language and the facial expressions alone, you can gauge how the conversation is going, but you want to test if it's going in the right direction? Yeah, there's a test you can do. Change your body position. You're about halfway through the conversation. Shift your weight from one leg to the other, or relax your arms, or just do something. If they match you, ooh. When I shifted the weight from my right leg to my left leg, they did something similar. They must like me. This is great. Your secret little test was a success. And they don't have to match you exact, like if you're making the motion with your hand by your mouth, you know, simultaneously pushing your tongue on the inside of your cheek like you're sucking a dick. If they don't come back with that perfectly, I mean... It doesn't mean they don't like you. This would be a good time to pay attention to facial expressions. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they might hate you. Alright, you've walked in the room. You got everybody's attention. If you're looking to give your new... These are all potential new best friends. You want to give the relationship any... Longevity whatsoever. Whatever you do upon first meeting him, don't talk about any of this. Your medical shit. No one is interested in your weekly, monthly, daily medical episodes, you fucking hypochondriac. Nobody cares. You're the only one who cares. Look, we're all mortal. We're dead from the day we're born. Don't remind me. God... I'd never even own up to even sharing the same doctor with you. And I swear to God, if my doctor acknowledges we're both his patient, I'm going to sue his ass before changing doctors. Don't talk about your psychotic family. Your psychotic, drunk, lazy brother who can't stay out of jail is not a badge of honor. It's not a conversation piece that you don't get child support from your ex-husband like you should. Those are wrong things to talk about. Is there not anything positive in your life at all going on? How about that guy you loan money to or... Oh, how about that guy who, um, who hits on you every time you take your mom to dialysis? Look who's in demand. See? I'd rather hear about that than how your brother shit his pants and asked you to do his laundry. God. Don't talk about money. No money talk. Okay? Whether you have any or not, 
don't talk about it. God, don't ask anybody how much they make. It's none of your fucking business. You know, chances are we're all poor. At bare minimum, special financing. Hey, do you live a do you live a shitty special financing life? Yeah, yeah. Thirty eight percent on a fucking piece of shit car I'm paying five hundred a month for. What's your goddamn name again? Why am I talking to you about this? I'll tell you why, because you're the one that brought it up, bitch. Jesus, you're bad news right out the gate. Just fucking stay away from me. <laughs> Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. I am Stan the Joke Man, and a happy Monday to you. We are going to get it on. We got a jam-packed show today. I'll be back in one minute to tell you about Bam Margera. He's back in rehab against his will. Prince Harry and Randy Andy are never going to be king, according to King Daddy Chuck. I'll tell you about that. And we got some new rules in the NFL. Let's get it on. It's the Stan the Joke Man Show. The Joke Man Show brought to you by the original Johnny Appleseeds right here in beautiful Henrietta, America. I'm looking for a dime bag. Well, the original Johnny Appleseeds and Henrietta's got them. That's right, folks. Fashionable hemp made tote duffel backpack dime bags waiting for you at Johnny Appleseeds, Henrietta. The original Johnny Appleseeds. The original Johnny Appleseeds, the sweetest smoke fake head shop dispensary in Oklahoma. Over 200 disposable vapes to choose from. Over 150 vape juices with the smoke kits if you're old school. Bedrock cigarette prices. Genuine Cavendish pipe tobacco. Wraps, cones, cigarillos, all the accessories. And the dispensary has new inventory. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Spin and win Friday, 25% off Saturday, and plenty of bud to choose from. Lots of edibles. And you'll get it all at the original Johnny Appleseeds, Henrietta, 918 652 2000. Stan the Joke Man Show. Proud to have brand new listeners in Boardman, Oregon, everybody. Boardman, Oregon. Wow. Folks are definitely tuning in up in that area. My goodness. And I am absolutely flattered. Thanks for listening, guys. We got tuned into by uh, the lovely folks in Boardman, Oregon's population about 3,600 right on the Columbia River up there east of Portland. Oh my goodness. You want to talk about a breathtakingly beautiful community. Let me tell you, I'm sucking up to the people. Yeah, let me tell you right now, Boardman just tuned in and they tuned in with a vengeance. My goodness. My third biggest listener was San Jose, San Francisco until Boardman, Oregon showed up. Thank you so much, guys. I'm really flattered. It's a beautiful part of the country. I haven't been to Boardman, but I've been to Portland. One of the first places I'd go on Boardman would be out to the firing range. That's right. I want to see what kind of firing range that is. Is that like a military firing range? The Boardman firing range? I'm dying to see that place. 
Because I would imagine in Boardman Firing Range, there's two kinds of people out there. There's the folks that enjoy listening to this show, and there's the folks who would rather hear the fucking bombs. <laughs> Shit, did you hear what happened? News update. Bam Margera broke out of court-ordered rehab again. (laughs) And they couldn't find him. That's the news. The fact that Bam Margera was in rehab or broke out of rehab, who gives a fuck about that? He's going to go. He'll probably die doping or drinking, whatever his poison is. I really don't know or care. I don't have a beef with Bam Margera. Don't get me wrong. I just don't give a shit until I read this part. Bam Margera reportedly back in court-ordered rehab, okay? And the reason why is because he keeps breaking out of rehab, and then they have to scramble trying to follow him. Hey, fuckers. This ain't a Jimmy Hoffa case. This isn't fucking Amelia Earhart. If a guy breaks out of rehab, first place I'm checking is the goddamn bar. Or a crack den. Well, guess where they found? Bam Margera at a goddamn tiki bar. <laughs> you don't even need to put the fucking ankle bracelet on this guy. <laughs> This isn't even a story. We're moving on. Oh, they're burying the queen, I guess. You know, I saw the um, funeral procession, and it is touching. Look, queen's been around my whole life. I'm going to miss her. She had a lot of shit on her shoulders, and I saw the funeral procession heading to Windsor Castle. Of course, on the way to Windsor, the uh, fucking hearse driver had to swing by Carl's Jr. He hadn't had anything to eat, and he was hungry, and... He's in a hearse in the drive-thru with the queen. They made him pull the front because his zucchini wasn't ready. Is this part of the fucking funeral procession? Here you go. Sorry about the wait. They finally bring his fries out and he goes. Anyway, they're burying it. But here's the story. I know you're tired of hearing about it. But here's the story. King Charles, part three. Yeah, that's what we got now. King Chuck, part three. Where's your hockey mask, Chucky? They say Chuck is tidying up the royal house, and he's starting by cutting Harry, Bradby Prince Harry, and Prince Andrew out. He's cutting them out, and here's how he's cutting them out. If anything ever happens to Chuck, say he swings by the gas station and picks up one of them burritos in a hot box, and he eats it, and it goes right through him and just destroys his stomach, and he's shitting uncontrollably. Yeah, something like that. He's not going to call Prince Harry or Andrew. They cannot fill in as king. It's got to be somebody else. You're going to have to fill in, Prince Edward, or some of you fuckers, because Harry can't do it. He's got a black wife, and Randy Andy can't keep his hands off the little girls, so they're out. We don't need you yet, Princess Anne or anybody. Because we're not there yet. But if shit goes down, literally, if King Daddy Chuck gets the shits, we may need you. So be on standby.
NFL stuff here. I want to say it was a real pleasure watching OU make popcorn out of the Huskers on Saturday, 49 to 14. And the Pokes wailed on the damn Lion King, 63 to 7. The Lion King, of course, being Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And I'm sorry to kind of tag you on your mascot there, guys. What What is the mascot? Is it the Lion the headline, or the Golden Lion, that's it. The Pine Bluff, Arkansas Golden Lions. So uh, what happened to the game? The bus breakdown or something? By the look of the score, I wasn't sure anybody showed up at all. 63 to 7? My God, you guys only had seven points more than me, and I didn't even fucking play. Um, anyway, let's get back to the NFL. Here we go. And I'm sure the folks in Pine Bluff would like me to get back to the fucking NFL, too. Holy shit, the Jets won a game. Oh, Flacco there. Flew a last-minute touchdown pass, a 15-yarder to somebody to pull a stunning upset over the Cleveland Browns. 31-30. Hey, Jets, you better have won that fucking game. The Browns have issues. Speaking of the Browns, let's talk about somebody who's no longer there. I thought Baker Mayfield's going to go to the Panthers, and man, he's really going to fucking pay attention. He's really going to get to know his team. He's really going to gel with those guys and fine-tune his own fucking skills. You know, he lost his first game as a Panther. What does he do? Takes his wife out on some date the night before. They had photographs all over Instagram. They're out eating, I'm sure drinking, and by what the wife was wearing, and what do they say? Women are terrible for legs. And so Baker Mayfield was sure to take some of that wonderful, selfless talent of his and apply it to the field the next day when he got his ass kicked. Hey, at least he threw a good interception, though. That was important. They lost to the Giants 26-24. Mayfield said it was good to see some people obviously disappointed with the way things finished i would love to have bragging rights against those guys but we didn't finish no you didn't finish baker you went out the night before and had a good time with your wife and got laid and then your performance was shit are you serious about your fucking job at all no you are not allowed to take your wife out on a fucking date the night before a game Anyway, hey, NFL penalties. Uh, They've passed new penalties on the defense for going low on linemen. You see these defensive backs, and they're like half the size of these offensive linemen. And a technique often used is linemen will kind of get chop blocked by the defensive guys. You know, it's the only way a defensive guy can get the big guy out of his way is to take him out. NFL has said no to that. And now you're getting penalized for it. And I know people are going, damn it, it's a contact sport. That's true. But you got to remember, guys, these fucking injuries are expensive. They're getting so damn expensive. And they've got to get people to lay off the damn knees and the ankles because those guys are getting so fucking big out there. (laughs) So I think that's how come they're enforcing these new penalties. But uh, finally, uh, Lady Gaga. She had to uh, cancel a show, I guess, yesterday. She was forced to cancel a gig for Chromatica Ball Stadium Tour. I guess there were six songs left on the playlist, and she was out there performing 
at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida, and they pulled her off the stage. They advised weather conditions are forcing them to abandon the gig. And this tells me that Lady Gaga truly gives a shit about her fans. I saw pictures of her backstage. She was bawling her eyes out. She was so pissed off and upset that she couldn't give them the full show. That's a real artist, folks. I love Lady Gaga. And uh, there's proof in the pudding. She loves her little monsters. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for the Stan the Joke Man Show, Rain or Shine. I'm broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios right here in Henrietta, America, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Amazon and Spotify. I'm a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. If you would like to get behind this show, that's where you can get a hold of me, Joke Man Productions, LLC on Facebook. If you'd like to sponsor this show, you can contact me right there. I will be back on Wednesday, my friends. Stay safe out there, and until then, Adios, mi amigos. Bye, Candios. Oh.